0: Welcome back to Mini TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo. And today we are doing something new, y'all. Yes. One more time for the one more time. Okay. We are actually starting the show called Reasonable Doubt. And as I mentioned to you guys the other day, um, this is one of the last shows that I'm going to incorporate um, for right now until some of the shows drop off. All right. So this show actually aired at the end of last year. But I know um, that a season two should be coming, hopefully. Um, So, we're gonna do this one because I heard really good reviews about it, alright? So, this is season one, episode one, titled Can't Knock the Hustle. Can't Knock the Hustle, baby. You know, right? Jay Z? Okay? Just saying. So,. I hope everybody is having a wonderful week thus far. We only have one more day to grind this thing out. Okay, so we'll make it to the weekend. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So we start the episode off with Miss Jax. She is actually being tied up, you guys. She's got the gag in her mouth and all of that, all right? Somebody is um, tying her down to a chair, and it ain't looking good for your girl Jax, y'all. So she is saying a prayer. Um, and hopefully she's gonna get get through this. Whoever is holding her hostage, they pull a pistol out and she says, look, okay, you don't have a plan. I can help you with the plan, but I can't do that if I'm dead, okay? She's trying to talk her way out of this one, but um, it doesn't sound like it's going over well for her as we see that whoever's holding her hostage not only cocks the pistol, but then we hear a gunshot. Okay, then it takes us back to six months earlier. Our girl is getting out the bed, okay? We hit an ace hood, hustle, 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 hard. Y'all know that's that's one of the good songs to work out too. Just saying. She grabbed her little five-hour energy drink. She get up, she get her day started. She go for a run, okay? She go take a shower, and then it's time for church. Y'all, time to praise the Lord with her husband, Louis, okay, and her two kids, Naima and Spence. All right. So she comes in and Spence is like, Oh, yeah, you, we, we finna be late. And so Lewis is like, Man, chill out. You know, why you, why you always gotta say something? She was, he said, Man, you was just saying how we, we needed to leave like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Can't knock me for saying something you said a minute ago, too. So she was like, All right. Well, now I'm ready. All right. We ready to go to church. So they end up going to church. And as they're talking about Sister Nancy getting more of the offering on top of what everybody else is already given, okay, she needs donations from the church because she is currently going through chemo, okay? But from the looks of it and from what Jackson Lewis think, she honestly just needs them donations to enhance her Gucci drip, okay? So just then as they're having a good kiki about that, Jax gets a phone call and she was like okay what's going on because lewis was like man you said no no work today okay but the lord know her heart okay so she gonna answer the phone (laughs) gotta get the bag (laughs) so she answered the phone and there's some dude named mark apparently he is representing a client um that one of her clients is familiar with apparently they had a situation that happened where they were out partying one night, um, and her client, who happens to be a prestigious basketball player, invited his client back to the house. He then exposed himself to her, and before she even had a chance to... Well, she responded by running out, okay? Nothing else happened. And so she, he was like, okay, did you did you hear what I said? And she was like, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out... Um, where the assault came in okay and he said well your client exposed himself to my client okay but did he touch her no well did he force her to stay did he allow her to leave yeah he allowed her to leave he didn't make her stay okay so i'm I'm just trying to figure out what you need me to do here and so he was like wow you know I, i thought that you were a champion of women other women You know, this is not something that we promote. And she was like, well, I'm not necessarily promoting anything against women, but I know what extortion is, okay? And it seems like old girl just wants some money to uh, enhance her cash app, okay? And so he was like, well, you know, you got 48 hours to respond to this. If not, then we'll file a formal complaint. All right, well, I guess I'll see you in court then. And he had mentioned something because when he first called, he was like, man, I feel bad because you're in church with your family. But well, honey, by the end of that phone call, he was like, I don't feel bad about calling you. And she was like, I'm sure you don't feel guilty about coming to church either, Uh, Or you feel guilty all the time for not coming to church, but you still don't show up. So, yeah, Jax is, it seems to be like she's one tough cookie. Y'all, they are a beautiful black family. Let me just say that. Okay? I promote all of that. I love all of it. So beautiful. So it's the next morning, and Jax walks into the office. Happy Monday, says Crystal, her uh, assistant. And so she was like, why do you do that? Because you hate it so much. You hate it when I do that. So she ends up asking her, can she reserve a space, a private room at the stadium club for Devin McDonald? Apparently, Crystal has an affinity for Mr. Devin. So what did he do? Well, he actually made a girl really uncomfortable, but she wants us to pay her for it, and there's no penal code for it. And so Crystal makes the comment that she loves, how she's able to compartmentalize things is actually kind of unsettling, kind of (laughs) scary. And so they end up having a conversation about it. Um, and then she also calls Miss Crystal invaluable and annoying, okay? And so she tells her it's time to get back to work, all right? Do your thing. So Crystal reminds her that she's got a meeting in five minutes with her other partners, and she was like, can I please just stay on the black side of the building, okay? So it seems like she may be the only one there that is of color. And so she gets into the meeting, And um, she's already got two strikes against her. Not only is she a person of color, but she's a woman in a room full of misogynistic men, I'm sure, right? So they end up having a discussion about how they need to try to target more corporate um, clients versus personal clients, individual clients, because the corporations bring in the big bucks and they got to figure out a way to afford this big-ass building, all right? It's real fancy-like. And so uh, one of them makes a joke about faking it till you make it because, after all, they are in L.A. So then um, they bring up this one particular individual that they may be interested in that's not necessarily a corporation, but he could bring in some big bucks. And his name happens to be Braden Miller. And Braden happens to also be black, okay? And so they uh, say that he's got some really high interest in his own uh, company that he has which could make them large dividends okay and not sure what the situation is just yet his assistant didn't dis, uh, didn't disclose what all is going on as far as the details go with why he's interested in talking to them but they want to set up something really soon and so one of jack's partners or boss ends up telling her, uh, advising that she go as well along or, or that she joined the meeting because, and she's like, because I'm black. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they're not going to say that out loud. I mean, she knows that, you know, so, <laughs> so there's an awkward silence after she makes that comment and she was like, I'm just kidding with you, Terry. I'm just kidding she really wasn't (laughs) and so she ends up saying that um she feels like in these types of situations more people are prone to um divulge more information if the room isn't as crowded okay so maybe it, it should just be her and i think she said richard is the other partner's name that she wants to go with so set it up okay that's a good idea that's why they pay her the big bucks well not as much as she would like um there's always room for improvement so she's gonna be meeting with Braden miller pretty soon so Jax is finally off the clock honey when that phone ring and it's her mama and might i just say that her mama actually looks really good for her age okay she she don't look quite old enough to be jack's mama i'm just saying so she asked her what she's doing, and um, they have a little small chit-chat, and she was like, hey, Mama, ain't, ain't you supposed to be walking right now? She said, yeah, I'm supposed to be walking, but I chose not to today. I don't want to go walking today. Besides, her friend, her walking buddy that she be going with, apparently she been talking too much lately, all right? She don't want her to be talking so much. She chatty-cathy. <laughs> so she ends up reminding Jax that this weekend is uh her husband and jackson's stepdad's birthday and so she wants to remind her to make sure that they see them grandkids did you remember well actually no i forgot well that's because you've been working so much okay don't forget that me working so much is the reason why your house is paid off all right jacqueline i'm still your mama okay don't be talking to me like that you better pipe down all right watch your tone so she reminds Jax to hey Sit back sometimes, take a beat for yourself. You are working entirely too much. But right now, Jax can't afford to not work, okay? She, she got to keep grinding at this point. So we'll see what happens with that. So then um, she goes, oh, she was like, okay, don't forget. Because Paul want to see them grandkids, okay? And make sure you bring my favorite uh, son-in-law too. Well, Mama, he's your only son-in-law right okay (laughs) like i said make sure we see y'all this weekend all right duly noted bye mama so she finna get ready to pull up to the house and outside her door it's a man like just standing waiting on her right he startles the crap out of her and he was like i'm so sorry i didn't i didn't mean to startle you but mr lewis um, told me to come and make sure that y'all is safe. He hired me to be y'all's security guard. What in the world? So she goes inside to get a little bit more clarity. And the guy, I think his name is Carl or Louis. No, his name is Carl. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Either way, security dude follow right behind her, right? So he comes in and she's like, what in the world is this? And so the kids are out and Lewis goes on to explain that he's hired the security guard because mommy's got some famous people that she works for who have crazy fans, okay? And those crazy fans know where mommy stays. And so he hired them to keep them safe, okay? Since he won't be there at night. Why won't he be there at night, you ask? Well, because they're going through a temporary trial separation at this point, okay? They've got some issues that they can't seem to quite get over at this point so they are going to try try separation to see if that um resolves the issue so she ends up asking Spencer has he done his homework and he says no he ain't finished but he wants to go over his dad's house to play this new game that his dad is designing and so um he was like can I come over and he was like oh Jax was like no you can't because you ain't finished your homework So then, of course, he goes from one parent to the other. Dad, can I? No, you cannot. Your mama said, you ain't finished your homework. You got to wait till tomorrow because tomorrow is dad's night. Okay? So, of course, he's upset. There's that mouth I've been talking about that I've been telling you about, Louis. Well, it's because this is a new territory for him. His parents have been together since, you know, he was little or he can remember. And now that they're not going to be together, and he's got to go to different houses, he's acting now, right? So the kids go upstairs, Carl goes back outside to do his security surveillance thing, (laughs) and the grown-ups sit down to have a conversation, or at least Lewis attempts to. And so he wants to ask her about her day because she seems super stressed, and um, she says, well, I'm always stressed, I'm always overworked, but ain't that why you left me? Hmm, Okay. Quick jab, indeed. <laughs> See, this is not going to go anywhere. And so he was like, I want to have an earnest conversation about our problems. All right? So they end up... Instead of talking about their problems, she wants to go ahead and hit on the fact that she feels like this is another means of control on his part. First, the security cameras, not a security guard. Like, that. there's a lot going on here. All right? And so... They go back and forth about it. He's upset because she keeps on um, evading the main point at hand, which is for them to try to work through their problems so they won't have to separate, okay, or divorce. And she doesn't seem to want to talk about her problems. She can fix everybody else's problems, but her own at this point. And so he don't know what to do. So... They have a little spit-spat back and forth, but those seem to be the main arguments. He's trying to communicate. She doesn't know how because she doesn't really want to, at least not with him. And she feels like he's just trying to be too controlling on her. Okay, she just wants to live life. So there's that. She ends up telling him uh, to go home because she didn't get married just to sleep alone. And he was like, well, this is my home not anymore it ain't so they get nowhere and he ends up leaving and she's got to sleep in an empty bed damn that sucks so it's time to wind down and Jax goes to go check on the kids one more time okay she tells baby girl naima it's time to go to sleep and she was like okay but i i found the video that i wanted to do our tiktok on tomorrow mm, 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 okay so then she uh Goes to Spencer's room, and he's on that game. And she was like, all right, lights out in 30 minutes. You know, say nothing. Little boy, did you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. Oh, okay. Act like it. <laughs> so she closes up this little ninja. So then um, she goes to her room, and um, she look around. Make sure ain't nobody coming down the hallways. The coast is clear she put one of her little uh towels or robes by the dough, all right to conceal the smell and um y'all she she light up a cigarette i thought she was finna roll up some weed or something <laughs> she light up a cigarette so she got to sit in her little bay window with her little glass of wine okay and then we see security guard look up at her and spot her she make the sh- don't tell nobody And he pulled out his, too, and do the same thing, all right? So, we on the same vibe. She got a little bit of eye candy to look at. He ain't too bad looking. So, then, it's the next day, and she's meeting up with her girls bright and early, okay? She ain't been able to spend no time with them. It's time to sit back and spread some gossip a little bit, you know, just rewind, have a good little kiki real quick. So, they sitting down, and, um... She tells them that she's just been super tired. She ain't been able to sleep good since the split happened. And um, she was like, I think I need some Ambien. And her friend was like, look, I don't prescribe drugs to people who ain't my patients, okay? I'm not that type of doctor. Although I feel like she probably would slip her a few or sample (laughs) packs, But she was like, you know what? You don't need no Emmy. You know what you need to help you get through good night's sleep? Some good old donkey ding. All right? That'll cheer you right on up. Put you to sleep real fast. And so uh, it's been three months since her and Lewis have separated. And clearly, Spencer has taken his daddy's side. And so then um, they tell her that maybe she should reconsider. You know, I know that they have their issues, one of her friends says. But, you know, just try to sit down and have a talk about it and see if y'all can work it out and so she was like yeah you know what you're right all right what everybody eating so then her friend instead of her telling us what she gonna have off the menu she said that her husband has been eating somebody else's lady parts okay (laughs) so she ain't all that hungry no more So then, that was like, oh wow, dang, Chanel. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, and so they tell her that if she needs anything, they are there for her. Again, she reiterates that her and Lewis can probably work through their issues if, especially if he's not cheating. But we'll see what the reason of separation was for eventually, all of the truth will come out. Okay, and so. They're getting ready to leave, and they're reminding Chanel that if she ever needs anything, to let them know. All right, they're there for her. And um, (laughs) once she leaves, of course, you know, the girls that's left behind, they start talking shit. How's she gonna try to be your best friend and and give you some type of relationship advice? But her husband over here eating off of somebody else's plate, you know. She's been trying to take uh, that best friend title since the 10th grade, but uh, we know who holds the title. Oh yeah, is that right? Well, okay, well, you go ahead and I'm going to leave y'all two to it, okay, to be best friends. They, you know, have a good laugh about it, so there's that. So Jackson and Rich finally meet with Mr. Brayden Miller, okay, the future black billionaire, and um, they sit down have a conversation about what's happening with his liquor company they are supposed to be getting brought i'm not sure if it's brought out or sold or some person is interested in him and if the sale goes through then he's basically going to become a black billionaire okay there's not too many of y'all out there so that's pretty dope congratulations and so just from like the first interactions uh the first couple of seconds of this interaction Based off of Jax's language, I was assuming that maybe she thought that they could have this type of connection since they're both black, but yeah, he seems pretty pompous and arrogant. Oh, and I forgot to tell y'all that um, Mr. Brayden is being played by Sean Patrick Thomas, y'all. He is so handsome. He's, he's aged very well. So... They're sitting down, okay, and when she says that him becoming a black billionaire is dope, he look at her like, okay, you know, whatever. So, he tells her that all of that will go well, except he's run into a little situation with one of his former employees. Her name is Kalisha Moore, and um, he goes on to reveal that they had a a a stint of an affair right says that um she's claiming sexual assault but in reality um yes they did have rough intercourse a few times here and there but he swears up and down that it was consensual okay um and i guess both of them have something to lose or maybe not because both of them are married okay and so miss kalisha was apparently uh the second or third in command she was over she was the evp over uh sales and brandon okay and so he basically wants rich and Jax to get her to sign an nda and so richard is telling him that he does like litigation and something else and Jax does criminal and civil defense okay well why are you here well the last time i checked sexual assault is a crime Okay, (laughs) and I mean, they all know that she wants money. Okay, so if this gets out, then that could potentially hurt them. So the sooner the NDA is signed, the better. Okay, and so they're going to do their due diligence and do some digging on old girls, see what they can find out for them. But uh, yeah, him and Jax, it's not a good start to their uh, professional relationship. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So then Jax goes back to her office and on her way back in, she runs into the private investigator that I guess works for their company. Um his name is Daniel, and he's just trying to get some simple validations uh from Jax because he's too scared to talk to her assistant Crystal. <laughs> And so she ends up asking him what information he's found on old girl um, that's trying to uh, extort the basketball player. And he tells her that she was previously an OnlyFans uh, personality. Um, She's supposed to be an influencer, but we use that term very loosely. And um, she was on OnlyFans, and once she realized that she couldn't do the stuff that OnlyFans is usually known for, which is the sex stuff, um, then she started hitting the clubs trying to find men who had a lot to lose, okay? And so now, although she has no source of income, she has a Beverly Hills condo that's paid in cash, okay? So, of course, Jax hates these type of women, and I kind of do too, because they make it so much harder for the women who are actual victims of domestic assaults or you know sexual assaults or whatever type of assaults there are to be believable so she uh thanks him for that information and she tells him to keep doing a little bit more digging on that and then she also requests that he find out information about miss kalisha moore okay so then um <laughs> What's her name? Crystal comes in, okay? And he hurries up and leaves out because, again, he is terrified of her. He just wanted to get some validations so he can go to Starbucks. So she was like, why is he running out? Well, apparently he's scared of you, girl. I don't know why, because she's supposed to be the nice one, okay? (laughs) So then she's asking how the the sit-down with Braden Miller went, and she says that Braden Miller, just like her other client, Devin, Who is the basketball player is an asshole okay and so she uh, probably believes everything that went down between them is true Um, but again she's gonna try to see if she can find out some information on mrs. Moore um, so she can have some type of collateral destruction here going on just in case uh, mrs. Moore tries to blow up Brayton's spot okay so She's, uh, Crystal makes the comment that sometimes, although it is not a crime, maybe being an asshole should be a crime sometimes. And I do agree because some people are just, uh, every day, it's like their full-time job, just saying. So Jack sit down with Devin and his agent, and um, she's telling him that based off the information that her investigator was able to find on um, Miss Madison, she doesn't want him to make any type of move, okay? This is her normal scam. This is what she does. She, you know, gets with these high-profile men, and um, she claims that they've done something wrong to her, and then she tries to sue them so she can get a bag, okay? And so the agent was like, well, I think that um this is too risky. He's got a new tr- contract that's supposed to be coming up soon, and if the league gets wind of this, then... All of that could possibly go away. I think that he should just pay her. Okay. And so she was like, look, I love you. And I understand, you know, this is quite the predicament, but trust and believe that this will continue to go on. Who's to say that if you pay this girl off, that she's going to go away? completely okay she might come back or if she does go away then how do we know that somebody else won't come along and pull this scheme again okay just like your penis will rise again if, if something like this happens then your bank account will surely fall again you don't want to get into that whole routine of getting roped in to some type of scandal okay don't fall for it and so uh, he said man I just wish that there was some type of way that I could prove that she was lying so she's like huh I got an idea hand me a phone so the next thing we see is her on her phone and she's reading the tabloid headline that Devin McDonald had leaked all of the text messages between him and the girl that was trying to extort him okay and so then her assistant comes in well Crystal comes in and she's telling well she she was like i know that's smile, okay and that's either Lewis done moved back in or you done did something okay and i'm assuming that it's not the whole thing with Lewis. <laughs> and so she says that her plan worked and now miss madison looks like the extortionist that she potentially was trying to be and devin looks like the victim okay which he was so she was like, she ended up telling her that she, uh, sent, sent old girl a text message from Devin's phone saying that he would pay for an all expenses paid vacation if, uh, you know, well, she, he would pay for an all expenses paid vacation. And she was like, well, you should have started there because if you would have did that, then none of this wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened in the first place. And so, you know, it just paints her in a bad light. And so Crystal was like, ain't that entrapment? Girl, now you know it's not. All right. So then she asked her, did she get any phone calls while she was in her meeting? And Crystal tells her, yeah, some dude named Damon uh, was trying to get a hold of her because um, he wants to confess to a murder so he can get out. And so uh, she was like, tell him that I'm no longer a public defender. And she was like, yeah, that's what I did. But he still insisted on talking to you okay and she says that um you know she ain't into the the guys who are in lockup but uh he can get it okay he og prison bait (laughs) so she says that she's gonna talk to him and because him confessing to a murder is the last thing that he should be doing so she's gonna try to talk some sense into him and put out another uh fire that's been started So Jax and Will, I was about to call that man Carl. Why y'all let me sit up there and call that man Carl for half the episode? His name is Will. (laughs) So Jackson Will return home, and he's double-checking, doing his job to make sure that no boogeymen are out to get her and pounce, you know, once he leave out the house. And so uh, she thanks him because he doesn't really have to do that, but he says it's part of his job, right? So she was like, man, it's been such a long day. And of course, they have some type of connection, not only because of cigarettes, but I feel like they have some sexual tension chemistry that's uh, waiting to spark, spark his little head, right? So, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> so she was like, man, I, I hope that I can get some because he was going to get ready to leave out the house and she, I hope that I can get some. And he look up like, get some of what? Sleep. I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a really long day. I, I mentioned that before. And so he asked her, has she ever tried melatonin? And she says that, yes, she has tried melatonin, but she thinks that she gonna need something a little bit stronger than that. You got something strong standing right in front of you. But instead of him falling for that old bait there, he asked her, does she want to try an Ataban? And so she... Makes a joke of uh, him just carrying around pills in his pocket. And he says, well, no, you know, I have bouts of anxiety every now and then. And so this keeps me calm. And so she apologizes because she didn't know, right? No harm, no foul. So she ends up thanking him for everything that he's done thus far. She gives him a nice big old not-so-church hug. And um, he leaves out. So, as he's leaving out, we see Lewis spying on them on the cameras. And he is probably very emotionally disturbed by what he just saw happen because, y'all, it's only a matter of time before they hook up. Okay? You might as well go ahead and cut Will loose now. <laughs> so, it's way past 10 o'clock. She ends up calling Lewis because Spencer was supposed to call her before he went to bed. Okay? At 10. And so, he was like, well, I, I told him to call you, but clearly he didn't, right? So, he ends up asking her, Spencer wants to stay for a few more days. Well, what's a few more days? More like a week. Ah, oh, hell no, nah, that, that, that's not going to happen, okay? And so, he says that it's been a, a struggle for Spencer to get adjusted to this whole situation. Yes, this is a new uh, waters that we're chartering, okay, for everybody. So... Yeah, no, he can stay one extra day or two, but he cannot stay for a whole nother week. She reminds him that Paul's birthday is that Sunday and he says, okay, we'll be done. Whew. Yeah, this is going to be rough, y'all. So Jax goes to go check in with Richard to see if there's any update with Brayden Miller, see how everything is going with that. And so, um, she mentioned, he says that everything went well. As a matter of fact, he's deciding to go with their firm. Oh, this is wonderful news. Okay. But she'll probably hang back because, uh, you know, their first, uh, conversation didn't go over too well. And so he probably won't be wanting to talk to her as often as he would Richard. So he was like, ah, yeah, about that. As a matter of fact, he, uh, only wants to talk to me. I'm sorry. So she's like, oh, yeah, no, that's okay. Okay. I understand. And so then he uh, goes on to tell her that they did, they were able to get in contact with Kalisha Moore. She has agreed to come in and sit down and sign off on an NDA along with the $12 million hush money settlement. Girl, you better get that money. So, <laughs> she wrong, but get that money. So... Before she walks out, he ends up mentioning that maybe Brayden was right all of this time, okay? Maybe all she wanted was the money because when him uh, and Jax were talking in their prior conversation, he had said that all she wanted was the money and then Jax was like, well, maybe she just wants an apology. Maybe she just wants to sit down and, you know, have a conversation with you, okay? Sometimes it's not necessarily money that resolves the issue. Okay, there are other ways to go ahead and get what you need squared away. So, after she said that, you know, he was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, get out of my face. (laughs) He didn't want nothing to do with her after that. And so, she was like, oh, or maybe she just don't give a crap no more. She didn't say crap, she said that. Maybe Maybe she just don't give a F no more. Okay, and so, she goes to go see Mr. Damon Okay, because he's been asking for her. He's been getting ready to go for parole. And so before she goes to see him, she puts on her wedding ring. She goes in. And y'all, Damon Cook is being played by none other than that fine specimen of a man, Mr. Michael Healy. Y'all, he is handsome. Okay. And so she says that it's been a long time. Says that he hasn't seen her, and um, he's been in jail for the last 16 years, five months, and 22 days. Okay, says that he's been trying to reach out to her, but he hasn't been able to get a hold of her. Well, that's because she moved to the private sector. She's no longer in the public defender's office. What, you wanted more money? No, not necessarily. I've, I've come to realize that when rich, rich people lose, it doesn't hurt as much. Um, it doesn't hurt them as much, or it doesn't hurt you. okay. I see you over there trying to get a little deep. So, she goes on to tell him that she doesn't recommend that he admit to a crime that he didn't commit. And so he says, well, I don't really have a choice. I can't stay in here any longer. Okay, I got to get out of here. And so she says that if he admits to this crime, then it'll permanently be on his record. Well, that really won't matter considering the, the fact that he'll be free. Well... You'll be out of prison, but you won't be free, says the lady who can walk in and out of here when she pleases. And so she goes on to say that he'll forever be labeled a criminal after this. Well, ain't that what you like? I thought you liked criminals. The, do they have a pasture? I don't know. That's what he's insinuating. <laughs> And so she says that, you know, once he admits to this heinous crime, what what if something happens and new evidence pops up? Okay, you won't even be able to get that off of your record. And so he was like, yeah, I, I can't even risk that though. Okay, this is my first time going up for parole. I'm not going to risk the chance of not getting out. I've already missed too much as is. I've missed... My entire 30s I've missed my niece graduating uh, graduating from high school and I've also missed voting for the first black president come on y'all yeah no I gotta get out of here and so he was like look I appreciate everything that you did for me You did what you could you know while with what you had okay that's that's all I can ask for Um, and so then he puts his hands on hers and he asks her, what if he wasn't in there? Okay. What if I was out there? What if I was free? And so she says, no, no, no. She moves her hand again. Y'all do they have a past? And so she was like, well, if you admit to this, this heinous crime, I'll never talk to you again. And so he was like, I'm sorry, but I can't, I can't chance it. And so she gets up and she storms out y'all all while he's calling her name. I wonder what their history is because she said that you know they met when they met he was already locked up and she's kept it strictly professional but clearly something was there for him to think otherwise. So I don't know y'all what y'all think. So Jackson and her friend Sally go out for drinks um and this is one of this is the doctor. That um, was with her, I'm assuming earlier in that day. Or maybe the day before when all of the girls were eating, uh, meeting for brunch or something like that. So, her and Sally are going down And Sally is talking mad shit about her cousin Chanel. About how she would tell everybody else in a heartbeat to basically take her advice. But she can't follow her own when it comes to a cheating ass husband. Okay, So, she, uh, <laughs> they both take a sip of their drink. And Jax is definitely, like, down in hers very quickly. And so she's like, you okay? And Jax is like, no, nah, I'm not. <laughs> okay, well, what's wrong? You want to talk about it? Is it work? Is it Louis? Is it the kids? No, not any of those things. And she asked, her, when was the last time she talked to her dad? Oh, let's not go there. All right, you're below the belt. Listen, I don't want to talk about it, can I? Just come out tonight, have a good time with my friend, get my laugh on, get my drink on. That's all I want. I just want to forget about all of my troubles right now. She's like, okay, girl, well, if you want me to quit asking questions, then we're going to need some more drinks. So she uh, goes to go get some more shots, and then we see Jacks call Spence. Of course, he sends her the voicemail, and um, he tells whoever's calling his voicemail not the lead one because he don't check them things so just text <laughs> sound like most of us <laughs> so uh then after that she done got loaded had a good time with her friend she decides to go over to lewis's house because she wants to see her kids okay she says that she hasn't seen them she misses them she wants to talk to him and he was like they already sleep and besides you drunk did you drive here how dare you ask me that I drive here? Okay, nothing got nothing to do with it. So he was like, "Look, let's just go talk." All right. So they go talk in the car, and he says that he shouldn't have gave her an ultimatum to choose between work or him, and he is just upset at the fact that she chose work and not him. And so she was like, well, you lost as soon as you asked me to (laughs) choose. Okay, I'm starting to see that. I understand. So then um, she's like, look, you you don't think that I, I don't miss you, okay? You think that I don't miss you asking me how my day was, just talking shit to you, like just being around you, okay? I miss you. And so he tells her that he loves her, and she tells him that she loves him. But do you know me? I mean... I really feel like at this point, you are in love with the idea of me, but not me, actually. And so he was like, I know you more than you think I do. And so, of course, with that, he uh, does his thing, okay? He's getting hot and heavy. His hands get the roaming. She get the moaning. The job gets done, okay? You know what I mean? And... Um, <sighs> After he gets her off, he gives her a kiss and tells her goodnight, Jax. And she just look at him like, really? (laughs) You're not going to come back to my house? (laughs) Or ask me to come into your house? Anyway, so she goes on about her way. She goes home, and she runs into Will. Will is sitting outside, and he asks her, did she have a fun night? She seems a little bit more relaxed than she did the previous night. Did the Ativan that I gave you work? Okay. She says yes, amongst other things. Yes, it did work. And so she uh, sits down and he pulls out a cigarette and she asks him, can she have one? And he was like, oh, I smoke menthol. Well, in that case, I'll have two. All right. So they're just, uh, you know, just enjoying each other's presence while smoking a cigarette. She gets up and she tells him good night. Yeah, how long y'all think it's going to take before they start messing around? So it's time for Kalisha to sit down and sign this NDA. So she's sitting down with Rich, and she is accompanied by her cousin Fallon for emotional support, okay? And so he's walking her through all of the ins and outs of the NDA along with the settlement amount. And um, he was like, okay, are you ready to sign? And she is very shaken, okay she's she's confused emotionally at this point about what she should do. And so her cousin is like, girl come on, like this is this is it, okay, this is a pretty good deal here. It's a nice come up. And so she and we end up finding out that she has her own law degree, okay And so like I said, Rich goes through. I guess some more ins and outs and he reminds her that this is a pretty generous offer considering the fact that this is all word of mouth okay this is he said versus she said and so she was like but I said that it happened okay but there's no solid proof that this actually happened and so she takes the pen and she acts like she's gonna sign it for a quick second but then she rips it up okay she can't do this and um she uh, she rips it up in his face and then Fallon gets up and calls him a mark-ass bust. <laughs> and they walk out the office. So as they're walking out, um, Jax is coming in, right? And so they end up bumping into each other in the hallway. By this time, uh, Kalisha is very emotional and... She's like, wait, ain't you Jacqueline Stewart? And she was like, yeah, Kalisha? And so she was like, yeah, your people tried to uh, silence me, okay? But I ain't gonna let them get to me like that, okay? And the next time a black woman says that she's been raped, then maybe your ass need to show up. I mean, even if she did show up, she's on his side. Not yours, per se, but maybe she might be able to talk some sense into him. So... It seems like she's won a little bit more than just this money at this point so Jax was definitely right all right so then um, after Kalisha gets on the elevator, we see Jack she goes into her office and she's upset and y'all they start playing my deep shook ones. I love that song so she is visibly upset as well and then she hurries up and jets to the bathroom. And she, I don't know if she vomits, but by the time we see her again, she is getting up off the floor to wash her hands and wash her face. So as she's on the floor somewhere, probably vomiting, is she pregnant, y'all? We see Damon, he's going to get ready to go before the parole board to go ahead and speak his piece to hopefully get out of jail, right? So then we go back over to Rich. Rich is meeting with... Bray, uh what's his name? Braden Miller. Yeah. Um meeting with Miller and he's telling him about Kalisha not accepting a D. Okay. And he says, Well it seems like uh, the other lawyer was right. What lawyer? The black. One. You mean Jack's You mean Jacqueline? Yeah, whatever. Real pompous. Uh, I'm not going to like his character, y'all. And so he was like, yeah, it seems like she was right. So he was like, all right, well, what do I need to do now? And so Rich advises him to go ahead and get a full PR crisis team because it doesn't seem like police going to budge, okay? I think she said that she he, she's supposed to be going on Good Morning America and telling her story. Yeah, so you need to get in front of this. And so uh, he reminds Rich that it's okay. Okay, I'm going to pay you in full. Don't worry about you. Y'all are going to be covered. So we'll see what happens with that. But Jax was right. I hope he gets his just due, though. You know. So I forgot to tell y'all that when Braden was talking to Rich um, about Jax being right, he said that, well, since she's going to uh, start telling the world about what happened, well, according to her, it looks like he's gonna have to give her what she wants, whether she likes it or not. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure we'll find out soon. So we go over to Jackson. it's the morning of the birthday party. She gets up, and everybody goes over presenting themselves as a complete family. And of course, Mama Lou and the Lewis they in, enjoy each other's company. They have a good time, okay? She's always excited and happy to see her son-in-law. So, they start talking and Jax is definitely feeling the way she walks past them and she goes into the house, right? So then um everybody's singing happy birthday. She's finally made her way back outside, but she, I don't know if she's starting to have like some weird flashbacks maybe she's got some trauma in the past that she has yet to deal with I do realize that she probably has like some type of drinking issue because she's always drinking something right so she's definitely trying to suppress something but I'm not sure what it is just yet so they're singing happy birthday and her daughter uh, I can't even remember her name right now her daughter is sitting on grandpa Paul's lap okay seems like he's got some issues with his oxygenation because he's got a nasal cannula in his nose he's getting some oxygen all right so he might be on his last leg so they're singing happy birthday to him while she's sitting on his lap she's having flashbacks of kalisha and their encounter in before she got into the elevator and all of a sudden she starts feeling away and she runs into the house okay um so lewis realizes what's going on he goes into the house to chase after her and when he comes in he's like hey what's wrong with you and so she tells him to take the kids with him they've got homework to do she's got cases that she needs to work on and so he was like man you sat up here and told me to come here so we could spend family time together and now you're ghosting us like what the hell so it's later on that day and she ends up uh going home Oh, we see Damon. Damon finally gets his walk-in-papers, y'all. He has gotten approved for parole. And he's so excited, so happy. Um, and then we switch over to Jax. Jax is at home, and then we see uh, Will. He comes up and lets her know that today is going to be his last day, unfortunately. Wow, what happened? And so he tells her that he's got a criminal record, but whatever happened, it happened when he was a kid. Okay, well, not sure who turned you in, but I bet she was Karen. Well, maybe you're right. Not quite sure about that. So, as we see uh, them talking, we see Lewis. He is finna get ready to spark up. Okay, and um, Jax has been drinking herself at home, okay, before Will came in. So, as we're seeing this last bit of a montage we see that um, our boy Damon he pulls out a paper uh, or letter excuse me that um, Jax had wrote him when he first got locked up and she says that she's sorry Um, she wishes that she could have done more she feels like she failed him and now he's just another black man caught up in a system that that was built to trap men like him and keep them there okay and so she says that no matter what she's going to continue to keep fighting for him for them as well okay emphasis on the them and she says that no matter what she will always love criminals so that's where he was getting all of the you know hints or ideas that Jax is having some romantic feelings for him so as he's well as she's like voicing this letter like voicing over this letter that he's reading we see that will she had a, thanked him for the Atavan. and so he was like oh, okay well next time maybe I can get you something stronger she was like what do you got in mind so of course you know they start to smash y'all i told y'all it was just a matter of time damn we didn't even make it out the first episode (laughs) so as she's finishing up reading her letter y'all she knows that those security cameras are there she is riding him cowboy style right well cowgirl style and uh she's looking dead up at the security cameras y'all because she knows that Lewis is watching. And so he was going to get ready to spark up. And he noticed what she was doing. And now he's just kind of sitting back like, Ain't you about a bitch? <laughs> Ooh. She got three men vying for her attention. Okay? But she is running from a, a whole bunch of, bunch of stuff that she needs to deal with. Because if not, she just don't keep on running. And she gonna keep trying to fill this void with all these men, honey, that ain't ain't the answer. As fine as they are. They they are not the answer. So anyway, that's the way the episode is, (laughs) y'all. Tell me what you think. I think the show is gonna be good. Do y'all think she's pregnant? Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. So it's the next morning, after she done sent Will on his way... She's in bed, y'all, when she gets a phone call from Rich. Rich tells her that Kalisha is dead. Yes, y'all, dead as a doornail. And so she was like, where's Brayden? They're finna go over to his office now. They've been trying to get in touch with him, but they haven't been able to just yet. So now... This uh, civil case or litigation case has now turned into a criminal case, which means she is definitely going to be on it. And she drops uh, one more F-bomb before the episode goes off. And that's the way the episode is, (laughs) y'all. Please let me know what you think. Do you think Brayden is responsible for Kalisha's death? I don't know, y'all. It seems too easy, right? But let me know what you think. You can reach me at Me TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at uh, My TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I'm so excited for all of these new shows that I'm dropping. So excited. I hope that you go on this journey with me. Thank you guys so much for all of your uh, time. <laughs> I know I can get long-winded, y'all but when the shows are good, I'm sorry, alright? So I hope you enjoy it nonetheless, alright? If you got any other show recommendations, please let me know. The only one that's going to be ending soon is Power, okay? We still got Jenny in Georgia. We still got, um, hmm, Secrets and Lies. We also have uh, The Resort, which that's going to be short, and this show, Reasonable Doubt, right, You can find all these shows somewhere if you look, if you look real quick and hard you should be able to find them all right that's all i got for you guys i love y'all please do all that necessary stuff if you haven't already if you have thank you guys so much again i love you with my whole heart thank you guys so much and until we meet over the airwaves again i am mel and i will talk to you guys soon bye